Hello, I'm John Perry. And I'm Ken Taylor. Coming up after the news, it's Philosophy Talk. This week, feminism and philosophy. Oh, what's there to say about that, John? Everybody knows that women deserve equal pay for equal work and all that sort of stuff. Those debates are over. Feminism and philosophy, Ken. Not feminism and politics and or policy. Feminism and philosophy. Oh, uh, what do you got in mind? What's, what's the connection? Well, there's big basic issues about feminism. Some feminists hold that there are specifically male and female ways of thinking and knowing. That's very philosophical. They think that male-dominated culture honors the male mind and devalues and stigmatizes the female mind and that our culture needs to be remedied. Oh, gosh, I don't think that. Thinking is thinking, no matter who does it. So does that make me some kind of sexist if I think thinking is thinking? Uh, well, probably. Uh, some feminists agree with you, though. Uh, you're confusing me, John. We'll straighten it all out when Philosophy Talk continues after the news. Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Except your intelligence. I'm John Perry. And I'm Ken Taylor. Our program comes to you from the studios of 91.7 FM KALW, Information Radio for San Francisco. But KALW's signal carries ideas and conversations that started on Philosopher's Corner down at Stanford University. You know, down, John, down at Philosopher's Corner, a lot of people think... That's where a bunch of dead white guys must hang out because they think that's what philosophy is all about, dead white guys talking. Well, I, I doubt if they think that dead white guys hang out there. I think they think that the people hang out there only talk about dead white guys. Well, yeah, you're probably you know, right. But, and they're probably only, only almost dead white guys hang out there. But, you know, none of that's true anymore. There's a lot of dead white guys that were pretty darn good philosophers. But, but now there's a lot of non white people and a lot of non-guy people. And a lot of non-dead people. And a lot of <laughs> non-dead people that are very important philosophers. In the 20th century, a lot of important philosophers were women. Simone de Beauvoir, Elizabeth Anscombe, Philippa Foote, Ruth Marcus, Marilyn Fry, to name just a handful. Yeah. And in our own department, in other departments, a significant number, not an adequate number, but yeah. a significant number of, of uh of the philosophers of today are women. And, you know, a lot of them are feminists, and some of them think that uh, at least one of us doesn't quite get it. Well, well so look, so we're going to talk about philosophy and feminism today, right? So let, let's start out. Well, what is what is feminist philosophy, or what is philosophy? What is feminism? Tell me, help me, help me think about that. Well, I, I guess I'm the one who doesn't get it. Is that it? No, uh, I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell you what feminism is. Maybe at the end of the hour we'll know. But I can tell you kind of where we could get started. And that is with, with sexism and male chauvinism. Everybody knows what that is. And we've seen feminism as at least starts out as a reaction to recognition that those things are pretty dominant in our society. Yeah, it's kind of like, I guess, I mean, you could see it on analogy. I wonder if you could see it on analogy with racism. Racism is treating people differently on the basis of their racial, of their racial, of their race. Right. But here's a view. I think it's the correct view. Racial distinctions are, are invidious. They don't really make any real distinctions be pe between people. Black people and white people are fundamentally the same, morally the same, cognitively the same. And so institutions that treat them differently, they're just oppressive and we should get rid of them. Right. So could, could we think of sexism on, on that analogy and, ra and feminism as trying to get rid of that? Well, I think it's a good analogy to start with, but it, had, it has its limits. First, just within the civil rights movement, things kind of went from... Uh, uh, what what we want is is to have a equal right to the good places that white society has set up for people to what we want is a rethinking of society so that not just the traditional 
uh, white values are are, are are thought through. So there's a you recognize that there's a multiplicity of sort of equally valid ways of being a human being, and some of those track with racial differences, and you don't you don't stigmatize people because of that. You honor and valorize those things. Maybe. Well, yeah, and of course the other thing is that that while racial differences are quite plausibly pretty superficial and not biologically basic, it's at least arguable that the differences between males and females is somewhat more biologically significant, uh, maybe. Uh, and that manifests itself in many ways. So, it may be, it may so be. the analogy is not perfect. You know what I think we should do? I think we should think about what the broader world thinks, because uh, you know, I love talking to you, but you know, our roving philosophical reporter, Amy Standen, went out and talked to lots of people, lots of women, about what they think feminism consists in. She files this report. Among our generation, we, I don't, my friends I know don't use that word. I don't use that word. I don't say it as much as I should just because I still feel like there's a stigma to it, which I know I shouldn't feel. Feminism, number one. The doctrine advocating social, political, and all other rights of women equal to those of men. It's a person that sticks up for their rights and wants women to be equal to men and wants to get paid the same amount. For me, it goes into the realm of embracing that I was born a female and celebrating that and figuring out what that means. I think that there's some sort of misconceptions or stereotypes about what feminism is or who is a feminist and attempt to marginalize those claims. But I just see it as being a woman who's actively engaged in life. It's like one subsidiary of the idea that all people are created equal and should have the same expectations, opportunities, salaries, Feminism has all sorts of connotations to it now that has everything to do with hating sex or being a bra burner or being angry or choosing an unflattering haircut. That shouldn't be what feminism is about because feminism is based on something pretty simple, which is just that everyone deserves the same level of respect and all that comes from it. Feminism, number two, an organized movement for the attainment of such rights for women. I think it's really important to, to be political. And I guess at its most basic form, that just means voting. Because you have to protect your right to self-determination. And that has to do with protecting your right to have access to birth control. Because there's nothing more self-determining than whether you reproduce and when you reproduce. I always sort of felt like feminism isn't something you talk about, it's something you do. For me, feminism means you, you, you take the job that you want, you make the friends that you want, you become yourself to the greatest degree possible, and you don't let anyone put a costume on you. We do that in our everyday lives. We speak up for ourselves. We're not afraid to go in a group with men and speak our mind, especially at school or at work. There's no need for that word anymore just because we're at that place. Three, feminine character. There are certain kinds of women that really push my buttons. And a certain type that really pushes my buttons is the type that I see really overtly using their sexuality to get what they want. Because it's like there's so much more to who you are and that that's such an easy trick. And I'm sure that for, you know, countless eons going back through the ages, that of course women use that to get what they wanted or needed. Now we've got all these choices, you know? And when we think about feminism, we think of this earnest, angry, humorless, nitpicky movement that's also full of hypocrisy. But as a topic, maybe if we renamed feminism 
human beings, then it wouldn't seem quite as cliche. I think a feminist now is completely different from a feminist from maybe the 1920s, because at least the 1920s, it was a suffrage movement that was going on. Now it's more like a regular woman who doesn't need to say that she's a feminist because it's like you see it in her actions. I think there's going to have to be a renaissance of feminism because there are so many young girls who take for granted the way things are and don't have a sense of history about their freedoms being hard won. And so I have a feeling that there will have to be some precipitating events, whether it be rollbacks of reproductive rights. That's what it'll probably be. You can listen to the rest of this program by purchasing it at iTunes Music. Or for unlimited listening, become a subscriber at philosophytalk.org.